All right, Rob. Do you want to get put on blast right now, or do you want to put the final on blast first? <laughs> uh, I mean, so I, the, I kind of want to lead off with this. So when I was like six or seven years old, um, sorry, I'm getting some feedback right now. Uh, when I was like six or seven years old, I played soccer. And when we played soccer, we would end every practice with like a little scrimmage between our teams. And I had oh, one Oh, one second. I had one coach where every single scrimmage would end with last goal wins. That was his policy. Whoever scores the last goal wins. And after two practices of dealing with that, I sat down during the scrimmage and refused to participate for the majority of the scrimmage because I knew I could conserve my energy and just do the last goal and then I would go win. So I would appreciate it if some challengers followed a, a similar suit to that. I, I think mean, some this, of them did. They walked. <laughs> this like, final was like... <laughs> Because there was pretty much no advantage whatsoever in any way, shape, or form to the entire team portion if you came in first place. There was no advantage to it. Tori got screwed. If you told Tori, go go fail this team final, then you can pull Emmy off a ramp twice, and then you get to pick CT for the final stage, which is the only stage that matters. I guarantee you she would have done it. She would have sat down on the side, gotten second, and pulled Emmy off the ramp. I don't know if she would have done it, but that would have been the correct move. Because she outperformed Casey for basically every part of this final even during the last stage she was outpacing her for a lot of it we all have we have to take this into account though that casey had a broken toe during the final so i think you factor that in her performance is very admirable yes i I agree with that and here's the thing sure she had a fucking broken toe well well, my thing with that though this is all right this is now all right now let's put rob mcintyre on fucking blast chris is involved in this too you, you two last week talking about you couldn't see Casey winning a final. I she doesn't wrong. look like she's ready to compete. All what? this fucking bullshit, dude. And she comes down and shoves it down your fucking throat. But she, I mean, she just got a private CT on the last leg and then came and won. It doesn't okay, matter. Performing won. This all goes time. back to what you were saying. That it doesn't look like she's ready to if she's ready to win and compete in the in these confessionals. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. That's what we found out. She fell ass backwards into a win this season. Okay. She, she knew she was going to win in those confessionals where she quote unquote didn't look like she was ready. That yeah. wasn't what I was saying. All right. I meant that she didn't look assertive in the beginning of the final, which I was, which had a broken toe makes sense. Yeah. I think the big thing here is, is we found out with this final format and even the format for the whole fucking season, you can fall ass backwards into a win. This is worse than some of the team season wins we've seen because she literally yeah, for sure. won nothing the whole season did nothing other than keep Josh under control until he was gone. And then she really did nothing. She went on dates with Nani at the house. I guess that's something, whatever. And then her, her girlfriend, she gets paired up with her in an elimination who her girlfriend was never going to win that elimination. She's terrible at these eliminations. And then for sucking, she gets to pick the best male partner and for the final leg, and if it was like a timed thing, she would have lost the whole thing. But because the only leg that mattered was the final leg, she and CT just had to be slightly ahead the whole time. And they made it work. I give them props. But if, but shit, she fell ass backwards into this win. I, I think it's completely unfair to say that she did nothing. I think throughout I, the season, I agree with that. I, I think politically, she was elite throughout the season. Just because they didn't show us what she was doing, I think. She, We've talked about this before. She's a boring player, right? That doesn't yeah. mean she's a bad player. She's just a boring player. There's nothing for them to I show agree with up. that. Yeah. She's in, she, she's in the driver's car politically throughout the entire course of the season. There's no way she's going to get thrown in, and there's no way anyone's going to pick her to go in, too, because of how strong she is 
yeah. from a, a competitive perspective. Yeah, no, that's fair. I just, I get frustrated by it because it's like, it, 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 I guess it's the survivor syndrome. If you play survivor perfectly, it's usually a boring game. Like Boston Rob, the year he finally won was one of the most boring seasons because he literally slept walk all the way to that million dollars. And that's similarly what happened here. I mean, I, I, I don't want, I think during throughout the season, she, I would probably place Troy a little bit ahead of her for overall season performance, but she was, I thought very good throughout the season. I mean, she was very good at missions. She was on that Emerald team that won like everything. She won a couple of missions even before that when she was in pairs. Um, she's proven to be a very good competitor throughout her time. So I'm not saying that as much, but I thought the way that they handled this final was an absolute share. You know what this final was? And I was talking about this with my sister last night. This final was the fucking Lord of the Rings trilogy because it's three trilogies about walking where nothing matters until the ring really falls in Mount, you know, into, into Mordor. Okay. You've got Nani as Samwise telling Casey to go, go, Casey, go here. You can go. You've got Emmy and Devin that are Gollum combined talking about their preciouses and running around doing nothing. You've got Tori and Kyle who are Mary and Pippin who aren't bad, but they're mostly just happy to be there. And you got Nelson who's Sean Bean because he always dies in every movie and never makes it to the end. And then you've got CT as the noble Aragon who just once again swoops in and these idiots don't, you know, take him as the force that he should be. And he wins the final. Like, there was zero doubt he was winning this final. Like, zero. I mean, he was pretty beaming in his confessionals. Like, he, he was not hiding anything. <laughs> and Devin looked like he was on the verge of tears the entire confessionals for this final. Like, it was just like, oh, let's not telegraph that he comes in third. <laughs> I definitely lost you. Yeah, we can't hear you, Devin. I was on mute. Uh, it was like in okay. the first All-Stars when uh yes in his finals confessionals started to like wear the fedora you yes. know he, he just was showed was showing how, how good, good, good mood he was in and ct was just grinning ear to ear pretty much the entire time yep uh yeah i mean there was pretty much no advantage coming in first for the team portion except for the fact that you didn't have to complete compete in the elimination the elimination i thought was if out of all eliminations that they could do, I thought that one was one of the worst that they could do because Easily. it was it was big person beat small person. That's yep. it. That's what it came down to. There was no way of getting around that. There was no way Nelson was going to win that. There was no way Nani was going to win that. With Nelson, so he did actually beat Hunter in a very similar elimination on Dirty 30. But um, if you go back and you watch that one, it was set up differently where there was like different quadrants you could pull off and you just had a color of your quadrant that you need to pull them off on. And what he would do is wait till Hunter got him really close to Hunter's quadrant and conserve all his energy for that and then pull Hunter off to the side. So I even thought if they edited a little bit like that, at least you can add some strategy. But there's very little tactics involved with this. It's, yeah, this and, is just pull. And on, I know, I think... just, and on top of just size, the height advantage is really what you need here because the more true, leverage yeah. you have the more ability you have to pull and reach. And so like Kyle is several inches taller than Nelson. There was zero chance for Nelson here. Yeah. I mean, he didn't have a chance. I mean, Nelson performed like dog shit in this episode, like absolute dog shit. He couldn't perform worse. And when I talk about how it, it takes a perfect situation for Nelson to win a final, this is what I'm talking about. He had to tap out in the swimming portion and I thought it was a little bit ridiculous that there was no penalty that we were able to discern whatsoever for him having to pretty much, I thought he should have been completely DQ. No, I'm joking. 
Uh, I thought that there should have been some type of penalty. Then when they get to the portion where they have to compete in the three squares checkpoint, they pretty much go out of their way to make him look like a complete fool in his performance. So I, I don't know. This is why I'm completely skeptical over the idea that Nelson could ever win. Uh, I think it could happen. I just think it's extremely unlikely. I mean, if he was on the last portion, like I, like he would have been able to run at least. Like if he could remember 10 numbers, he would have been able to win. I know, but that's what I mean. It like takes that much for him to get there. You know what I mean? He's fighting uphill on this. this I, I feel like this was a perfect example of why it's, he hasn't won a, a mission in how many missions now at this point? 52. Well, I guess 51 because it 50, doesn't count. 51, dude. Do you think he'd be able to pull ass backwards and won at some point? Seriously, like, this is a team season for half of it. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, that says a lot. On a team season, he can't even get one of these. That is crazy. I just, yeah. I the whole I, situation is just insane to me. This final because this that puzzle. All right, the the fact that CT literally walked down there and was like, "Okay, I got this," and then within maybe two minutes, they're out of there. Whereas the other team was probably there 15 to 20 minutes before they were able to even get out of there. And they had a huge lead, had that quote unquote advantage. I don't know that winning is an advantage in that team portion. Um, Would have been for him. It would have been for Nelson. Cause I mean, quite frankly, if it's, if, well, I still think he'd lose because let's, let's go on the other team wins. We'll go with the go with me here. The other team loses this time. So CT goes up against Devin by Devin. Nice to yeah, see. That's not good for him. And then Emmy and Tori. I would edge it towards Tori, but yeah, okay. So I think Tori has a relatively significant advantage in that. Too. Yeah, CT and Tori look at each other at the end of that and go, "We're partners." Yeah, like, there's no way that CT's picking Emmy, or or he's not picking Casey or Nani over Tori. He's just not. And then, so, so yet again, another instance where production lies to the cast. They told them that they did not want to go into this. And they, for some of them, they probably did want to they go. Probably I mean, Casey did. wins because she goes in. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, just... I, I, think it, I, think, I think it was complete bullshit that they, they gave them, the people who won the elimination, the option to switch. They should have given the people that won the first day an option to switch somehow. I don't but, know how they should have done it, but figured that out. So what I would have done is had both teams compete in the eliminations. The first day team, whoever wins that elimination between the two of them, the other person doesn't go home. They're still there. But the one who wins gets to pick. If you have to have it set up like this, I think that's much fairer. But then we're think about how much longer we're watching four rounds of eliminations. I mean, we don't have to give Nani and Casey like half an hour then. I mean, fuck, we got like, we we got 90 minutes to go through this bullshit. Uh, The... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it, it took up a ton of time uh, in the middle of the episode. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really... People yeah, like these mid-episode eliminations. eliminations? Like these mid-final eliminations? I no. think they're usually pretty bad. I think it's I terrible. Really care for it. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the one that they did before this with in Total Madness, where it was Johnny versus Rogan, where they had to jump up and touch the bell, that's all, <laughs> one of the all-time worst eliminations. Right. there's that and then i remember on world of the worlds one they did the one that was hunter versus ninja and they very clearly had to change it because everyone was so dead after the first day of that final that they like they were like we can't do anything that intense they just like really holding some ropes behind a truck that was moving and hunter still just like tapped out but like, they're usually just bad eliminations like they're just not well designed yeah i mean 
quite frankly, making the final means that you should not get purged during the final, in my opinion. The only time that I was in favor of it was War of the Worlds 2, the way they did it. You know, I didn't like that either. I that, but I I didn't like that they did it. But if you're gonna do it, that's the way they do it. You make everybody participate in the elimination, and everybody that got into the final leg had to complete it. Not this. Oh, you came in last, so you're going into elimination. Good luck. I mean, that's, I that's bullshit to me. At, at that point, though, like there really is no advantage whatsoever in coming in first. Like, and how mad at the events. Yeah, I know. Like, how maddening was it that after all of that, for the last leg, everyone started at the exact same fucking time? I mean, like, I well, I, I don't know what, once they'd already put themselves in that situation, like, I need Debbie, Devin and Emmy, like, a two-minute advance because they were both on a purple cell. I don't know what you do with that, but, like, I really, like, I think this was the worst finals in Scotland, too. I really do. I think it was that bad. Uh, do you think production realizes how idiotic all of this is? So I was curious if we're just like in an inside baseball environment and this is just us. So I went on like their Twitter account and saw what the replies to it were. It was like 80, 20 negative to positive, I would say. And all the positive comments, none of them knew how to spell Casey's name. So I don't know how closely they were watching the show. Um, They're teenagers basically. (laughs) Yeah. But like, I I don't know how you can watch that and find that to be a satisfying, like a satisfying way to end it. If you're not a fan, if you're not a CT Uber fan, that final was very unsatisfying for you. And I like CT. I'm glad he won. He deserved it. Okay. He deserved to win. Clearly. This was his Boston Rob season. That's what I was saying in discord last night. This guy literally pitched a perfect game when he's the biggest threat to win. He still never came close to going into an elimination, just like Boston Rob never came close to getting voted out. He won when he had to. Same with Boston Rob when he won immunity challenges. He won when he had to. And then when it gets to the nitty gritty and they should have tried to throw him in, they were all too scared to because they were worried about having to get called in against him one-on-one and it was too late. And then basically he gets to this final and instead of reverting to old CT, when Devin was dragging ass up the hill, he was encouraging him. I mean, the girls like Emmy and uh, Tori are like way out in front of the guys and he's trying to nurse Devin up the hill Casey he, how, hurt he was so bad for throughout this whole final he was terrible like it's, it's crazy if ct wasn't in this final who would have won i guess kyle might have fallen into it but no like, kyle would have they only lost by 15 seconds yeah and, i guess i guess i can't even say that because the end of this thing was such a joke that anyone any of them re- reasonably could have won and Devin memorized all 20 numbers if he could have run faster Actually, it's funny to me, too, how long it took them to actually get the code right at the very end. Like, how many tries it seemed like they went through putting it in. Um, just so, like, they eventually stumbled into it and didn't have to go back. I thought that was notable. But That, that was something that uh, we haven't talked about yet was Devin in this final. He was able to remember all 20 numbers at the end to be able to get the combination correct. But other than that, he sucked. I mean, his his endurance... Uh, came out to show it almost cost purple if it wasn't for the inability of orange to be able to do puzzles it really could have hurt purple in a significant way like i mean in the last stage emmy seems well ahead of him for most of that run mm-hmm. it's just i i honestly i even thought emmy performed better than casey did throughout the majority of this final like i i don't he had a broken toe we can't like we can't refer but my to thing is Devin, like toe. that's like saying all right mugsy bogues wasn't that bad at defense for being five foot three like it's it 
It's the circumstance of what's but going Muncie, on. Yeah, it's completely fucking different. Muncie Bogues isn't going to fucking grow. Her toe's going to get fucking better. Well, that's the circumstance that it is right now. Whatever. Sure, Rob. Go ahead. Ch- try and chop Casey down. She fucking won. She put it in your fucking face. Game over. I give her props for winning, but to me, it's like, honestly, the only reason she won is because her girlfriend is terrible at eliminations. That is the only reason. I she mean, won. who is, who isn't she gonna who isn't she gonna beat? She's in probably that? she I loses to Tori in that. Her, but like, no, no, but Casey, she she beats the vast majority of the female cast. Like she beat. Well, it was also a crappy female cast too. Let's be honest. I mean, yeah. sure, but there's been a lot of bad female cats. But that's the thing. Like, now. the circumstances unfolded perfectly for her to where she played the right political game. And all she had to do was beat Nani, not difficult, in a one on one elimination, and then just keep up with CT on a run. That was, I mean, that was it. Let's, let's be real. This is the third final she's made in the first three seasons that she's been on. Yeah. I, 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 I'm doing like, something right. No, 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 I, I don't want to. I'm, I'm not trying to take. I, I think she's a very deserving winner. Like over in terms of an overall resume that she has. I thought yeah. his performance in this final wasn't deserving of a winner, but I thought overall as a competitor, like I think she's, she's probably, probably she's probably top she's six, top five female ever now, right? No, oh, five? No, dude. no, no way. Let's not get too out there now. Well, I mean, her and Emily's resumes are very similar. Well, you know what? If Casey come, well, Casey will be back. Let's put it this way: if production loves her, so she's coming back. Um. If she is able to string together another win or two, then it would be hard to keep her out of that conversation because politically, there's no sniff of her ever being in trouble any of these three seasons yeah. ever. She's likable. Is, she is very likable and she makes smart moves and she's aligned with the right people. And when her alliance falls down around her, she's still fine. You know, Fessy is, you know, gone home. Uh, he he kind of ruined her chance last year because he was pushing her too hard. Uh, but this year he goes home, Josh goes home and she's still fine. She's the last big yeah. brother person standing and she's still fine. No, I mean, she's very good. Uh, politically, so, I politically, I don't know if there's anyone better than her, to be honest. Uh, I would have to so I, why, why did you guys recoil at her being top six ever then? She, her resume is <laughs> not big enough yet. Like I wouldn't even have Emily Schramm in a top six. Like, yeah, she's a great competitor, but she's only got one win. I think it says I'm not going by like career resumes. I'm going, I guess I shouldn't even say resume. I'm not going by like if you, I was picking a peak female tab on my team, like I think she's very much in that mix. And I, and I think that's a very poor way to do it. So I, I think the, the best way to do it, and I think they try to stick to the point of what you're talking about, is if someone was on a season, who has the highest probability of winning that season? Right? Yeah, in like, peak condition, we'll say. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Like who, who has the gr- greatest probability to win? If we thought about like that, I don't know. I would need to think about it. I think that's a very good question, though. I, I think that's a good good point to bring up. Yeah, I think she's um, probably better than Kara right now, you'd have to say. Yeah, I mean... Politically, yes. I would say that she is a better politician than Kara. The difference, though, is that Kara can go in and bang in an elimination. But I she hasn't lost one. I think Casey's better than Kara in elimination. So I, I, th- I think this is the wrong crowd to talk about Kara Maria, though. I, yeah. I don't think... Any- <laughs> None of us are diehard Cara Maria. Yeah, but I don't need a diehard. That's a biased opinion. But see, here's the thing, okay? And I will say this about Cara. I respect her greatly for her game. I don't like her, but that doesn't mean that I don't respect. She's probably one of the best people to play the game, you know? She made like five finals in a row? Yeah, she made a ton of finals. She's won twice. 
right? Twice? Oh, uh, yeah, twice. Yeah, with Vendetta. And, and you know, granted, one of them was the Bloodlines final, but it's still a win is a win. But better and final then, than this one. And then she won Vendetta's, which, again, crappy final, but a win is a win. Um, but I cannot deny that she's not one of the best competitors ever because she has such a large resume. And her losses are not, like, glaringly horrible. You know, other than her first loss in Fresh Meat 2, the rest of her losses aren't terrible. I mean, she lost to Emily and Paula on Rivals 2. Uh, you've got the crappy uh, Fresh Meat team on Battle of the Seasons. No, they're not winning that because they've got a huge anchor on their team. Uh, you've also got uh, the other loss was Laurel when she had a, you know, broken hand and had to use her hand to actually do the elimination. And you're going against Laurel. Like, her losses aren't horrible. I'm trying to think through, has Casey ever been voted in when she didn't want to be on no. her three seasons of the show? No, she okay. went in when it was politically adv- advantageous to get a skull in her first two seasons. That, that's pretty crazy. Like, like I mean, th- this might be as dominant of a performance or more than CT this season. I mean, I don't it, know. Right? I don't think people perceived Casey as a huge threat. And maybe that that's, was part of good. her Jedi mind trick is that they did not feel that. She I was. think, yeah. Like for, for her to like convince people that she's not a threat. And I, I think CT did that to an extent too, because I, I, I think at the end of the day, that's what makes CT's win this season work impressive is because he won last season. People know who CT is. They know his background. And like, still, they did not put him in. That's what makes like, this so important. I, I think look that's at the rest of the guys cast too. It's not like on Dirty 30 where there's like, a, or War of the Worlds 1, where there's like a lot of them who have, you know, a track record of being successful. He was like the only one. I think that's what we need to focus on. We, we, we've already talked about how we, we think that they should have thrown CT in. We're, we're past that at this point. I think we need to focus on how impressive it was that CT was able to convince them that he should not go in, right? That's that's what's uh, is this CT's most impressive win? I think I'd have to say yes. I would say yes, and Rivals Two is probably right behind it. Yeah, because like it was, it was but last season was very impressive too. But it was it's definitely better than War of the Worlds Two. It's better than Invasion, where he really wasn't great, honestly, throughout that season. And kind well, of he would have lost that if Nelson situation. could swim. That's the yeah. that's the thing. Like he won and he deserved the win, but Nelson was smoke showing it until he couldn't swim um so I, I would say it probably is his most impressive I, I think this was an extremely impressive win by him I, I really think too like a lot of people will say it was like cowardice for why he didn't get voted in at a certain point I really think most of the guys on that cast did not view it as a big issue that he was in the final I think that was more than any sort of like delaying the inevitable loss or anything of that realm. I really think that they were overconfident enough to think that they had a chance of beating him in the final and I, I don't think Kyle was 10 seconds behind him. So like, I, I don't yeah. think that's true at all. Like, I don't think that's, I don't true. think it is. I think they were scared I don't, I don't to think, go against him. Because, I think they were scared of getting called in. Because Kyle talked about how he wanted to run a final with CT because he knows CT just pretty much like births finals. You know, they were aware of like how good he performs in these. I, well, I don't, I said, I don't think it's as much, they don't see it as much of an issue that he's in the final. I don't know. They may not see it as an issue, but I think if you ask every single one of them who the favorite to win that final was, they would have said CT. And they have, like, yeah. No, I I get get that. But I remember Devin at one point saying he he thinks he can beat CT in a final, which I I just think is crazy. But yeah. You know what? I will say this, though. This was also Kyle's best season. 
like um, no question to me. Like, I feel like this is how Kyle does every single season. Yeah. No, no, no. But I, I really up. think like he had to win two eliminations that were not easy. And then he loses this one by 15 seconds. Whereas on Vendetta's, I didn't feel at any point he was going to win that final. Like there was no point. Like he made it. I didn't think he was going to win it when I watched it live. And has he? And then he hadn't been in any other fight. Well, he was in Total Madness. No, he but I didn't in, feel like uh, I, didn't, I didn't think he was going to win that either. Once Bananas made that final, I was like, he, "That's his to lose now." I mean, he wins. Is it three or two eliminations on World of World Spawn? I forget either way, but I think he's more well, was more impressive competitively that season, even though he didn't make the final. He just yeah. went against the Titan in elimination and lost. I think the difference here, though, is he made interesting political decisions that kept him, you know, you know, he made the right moves at the right time. And I mean, I feel like he, I, I feel uh, like he could have won that if he could have just memorized that number 30 seconds quicker. They win, you know, they they caught up to Casey. They left that uh, CT and Casey left that rock. They showed it on the final. He and Tori were still up there looking at the number and CT and Casey were already at the bottom. And it took a while to get down that rock because they showed how hard it was to get up the rock. So they made up all that time because of Casey's toe. And if they could have just done it 30 seconds faster, they would have won. He was that close. I mean, to even say he was that close, so like if the final comes down to one, she's just going to be close. Like that's the part of the reason why they do it, probably. Yeah. I, I mean, I just end of the day, I mean, y'all can disagree with me. That's fine. I, I just I I really, really feel like this was his best season. Like all around his best season. Kyle? Yeah. Uh I don't really feel strongly for or against that, to be honest. Like I, I feel like all of his seasons for me blend together. Yeah. Um my th- the thing is, too, though, so much of this veterans cast didn't have to do that much. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty much... Uh, how many veterans actually w- went home that weren't uh, in the I final? mean, we had... It was seven of eight in the final were vets, and they were the minority going into the so, season. Josh went home. Corey went home. Fessy went home. That, that's, Ashley went home. But Fessy's DQ'd, though. Like, yeah, so Ashley and Fessy were DQ'd. And Anissa. Well, no, here, so, let, let, so, for the men, it was Josh and Corey... For the women, it was Amanda, Big T. Big T, Ashley. I don't think we can count the Ashley once, though. Like, that's different to me. Okay, so. Uh, I guess you would say Big T went home twice then, though. But... Yeah, Big T went home twice. <laughs> yeah. Vanessa. Well, you can't really count it. Yeah, she's DQ. Injury. Uh, so, t- two true eliminations on each side around there. That's just like, I mean. <sighs> It like, shows you what happens when you throw amateurs in against veterans. Like when you have that many rookies and they can't get their shit together. <laughs> well, I would say this Am- amateurs that don't really know the show. Right? Because yeah. Seen, so in survivor we've seen in the fans for se- favorite seasons that they've done, or in a lot of seasons in, in more, in the more distant past, when they brought in new players to keep competing against returning players, it has not gone well, but the most recent occurrence where this happened, where they brought in, new players first returning players the new players were much more seasoned and were actual fans of the show knew the mechanics and were very experienced at the game and it did not go well for the returning players right and so i think that's the big difference that if they are going to bring in a lot of new people like this 
they have to know how to play the game. My thing is, I even think about like when Ed put himself into elimination uh, in favor of Logan. Like, how my thing is with that. Happen? How many times thing is with, people volunteered to put themselves in? Well, my thing is, that, and I can see in his head where if he's like, look, oh, this will make good TV. I can see why he would think in his head that that would be a good TV moment for him to do that. When you don't have the relationship built up between the two of them pretty much at all throughout the season, and that doesn't like culminate in a certain thing, like like with Nelson and Corey, for example, where it's clear that like there's more going on there than with the Logan Ed example. That just doesn't resonate with TV or on, on this type of show. And like that wouldn't happen if he had actually been able to watch the show before, I don't think. Like, okay. I know there was a couple like Corey knew what he was doing, Kelsey knew what he was doing, like a couple of them knew what they were doing. Vast majority of these rookies just did not know what was going on. So, Rob. Now, with the benefit of hindsight, does my ranking in our top six worst seasons of all time, which if you haven't listened to it yet, people that are listening, go listen to it. You can get it, the full episode on Patreon, patreon.com slash the challenge chronicles. We ranked top six worst seasons of all time. I had Spies, Eyes, and Allies ranked number one, and this was with like four or five episodes left. How does that ranking look now? Pretty damn good. I, I feel I still feel like I need some space to judge where I'm <laughs> My thing is, I do think that there was a couple things that I like. I, the, the variety in switching from the pairs to the teams throughout the season, I like that we got a bit of that. There was a mix up of formats, usually that they moved to things that I like. Um, there were still a couple episodes that were pretty solid. Like, I like actually solid's not even strong enough. Like, they were actually really good episodes. So, I but I would need some space. This final though, to me, was a huge black mark. I thought yeah. this was a disaster. We at some point need to do top six finals and top six worst finals because I mean. Good Lord, this thing was atrocious. And I did not, I mean, it's still better than the final reckoning final, but that final, no, it's not. It, it, it's bad. No, it's not. Final reckoning final is way better than this one. If it's way From better. From an entertainment perspective this, and rewarding. I like, have not, I have not seen it since it aired because I have refused to rewatch it until we have to. But if it, if it is objectively worse than final reckoning, this is the worst final since Gauntlet 2, which you have to put a big asterisk next to because of what was planned versus what happened due to the weather. But man, because this was bad. This was I really think you really can make really an argument it's the worst final ever. I thought it was unacceptably bad. At least Gauntlet 3 is like equitable in some way, right? <laughs> I mean, the, the the veterans or the, yeah, the veterans figured out a way how to how to game the final, but at they least- lost. There was some strategy behind it, right? There was some approach that you could take to it. With this, it was pretty much largely random chance. And it was also, like, cohesive. At the very least, like, the veterans had been the veterans and the rookies had been the rookies throughout the season. It wasn't, all right, singles and the teams and the pairs. We don't want that in a final. Like, to have CT and – it's not like CT and Casey had any relationship throughout the season that was, like, rewarding to see them win. I wonder how much of this is – we have 90 minutes. We have to think of something to be able to show. And so they all of all of these different machinations. That's unacceptable to me. Like I know, all I the worlds won the final runs about two hours, and they have plenty of stuff to show, and there was still stuff they didn't air. Well, I mean, this was this was over two hours. Well, I sort of say what I'm saying. Like they've been able to show they've shown the capability to do it before. Like I said, it was the Lord of the Rings. All you had to do was fucking walk. That's it. Just walk. I, I I would if I was a cast member I would have been upset. like if I was Tori I would have I would be legit upset with this final like I, I it's just not it's a, at some point it seems like it's manipulation of like outcome 
Yeah. Yeah, at some point it is producer manipulation. But I mean, I don't think you can really count it as manipulation when it's just incompetence. Because, uh, like, unfortunately, I think that's what it is. If, if, we, if we took them to court, they would plead insanity that they just don't know what they're doing. Uh, what do we want to talk about now? I don't know. Overall, yeah. like, let, let's do this now while there's, like, a decent time for us to be able to uh, reference this back throughout the rest of the time that we talk. Overall letter grade for the season. D plus. Again, I feel like I, I just feel like I need some type of space from this fi- terrible final. Because I really didn't think a lot of the season was that bad. I know that's uh, uh, controversial to you guys. But I think not only with the final being this bad, I also feel like the season really lacked a cohesive storyline outside of the Vets Alliance dominating. Like this co- final culmination with like this Nani Casey elimination you really didn't see the relationship that much throughout the season, I don't think. Like, they had that one fake date. But, like, if you compare that to, like, on War of the Worlds 2, for example, where the Polly and Kara and the Jordan Tory and the Cam, like, those relationships are very fulcrum to what's going on with the season, whereas this season didn't feel like that with Donnie and Casey. felt like they were in control the entire time and there was no threat of them ever being broken up. Uh, so what's your letter grade? Yeah. I'll, I'll, go, I'll go C minus for now, but I reserve the right to change that in the near future, either up or down. I'm going to go with a D. Yeah. The only reason I give it a D plus is like Rob said, there were a couple episodes that were very, very good, but two very, very good episodes in a bunch of 19 with a shitty 19. final in a bad format for the in first half. I, I actually was fine with the way they did the teams part. I wish they had done the team's part the whole season. That would have been interesting, even with this cast, because it would have forced some different strategy. But the way this format was labeled with the partners and you could just pick any two people, regardless of who their partner was, it just allowed for just the vets to run the table and the rookies were never going to sniff a win unless they fell into one. I mean, it just was atrocious. And I, I I was trying to be optimistic about the season as we were going through it. And I couldn't believe last night that I was saying double agents was a better season than this season. And it was, and there's, I mean, double agents, I think I graded it a C plus. So it wasn't like it was this great success, but it was better than this. Uh there's something else. What, what do we think will root? Like, I always feel like with the challenge, the challenge is primarily to me driven by relationships, whether they're adversarial or positive. Like, what do we think are like the big relationship storylines we remember from this season? Like, what do we, with the relationships that we remember, or like, what do we remember from like this season? I, I suppose I shouldn't say relationships, but like, what are the uh, forces like combating each other, like storylines we remember from this season? Yeah, I would, I would, I would just put it like, like, Five years from now, when we think of Spies, Eyes, and Allies, what do we what do we think of? I, it's it's tough to say now because it just happened, but I think the bullshit final has to be number one. Well, the the same, because the the issue though is when I think of Gauntlet two, I don't th- the first thing that I think of isn't the final. Yeah, you know, I, I don't think of that. So I mean, it's probably not that. I mean, I probably think about. I suppose what I'm saying is like, what are the conflicts that you think drove the like this season forward like I think last season it was like 
like CT versus Cam was kind of a conflict where Cam was leading a group to try to get to what's the best way we can deal with CT. And then they failed in the end or Amber versus uh, Fessy was like Amber versus big brother was a conflict where she had, and then also her with like the itty bitty committee was a conflict. Like there was actually like conflicts like that to drive the story forward. So if you're, if you're taking it from that perspective, like there's nothing, there was no conflict really. There was like very middle. Devin versus Tori. Yeah. Devin versus Tori. That's the like, closest we came to the real conflict. There was no conflict because at the end of the day, like they pretty much voted on the same page, right? That's the thing. It didn't mean anything. Yeah. Like there, there was no conflict. Like they, they steamrolled the rookies throughout the entire course of the they season. They had a fight and made up. That, that's what happened. Okay. Like, Same you think with of Kyle and CT. They had a fight. They made up. Like you think of like total matters, which is not a season I enjoy, but like you have Wes versus Johnny for the first half of the season. Then you have the D versus Jenny storyline that gets shelved because of the D situation. You have like Nelson and Nelson and Corey and Corey trying to like keep Nelson like uh, placated and then him eventually putting himself. You in have the of, like, incredible bear Kayla romance. Like, or like World of the Worlds <laughs> one, you have the great like Wes versus bear with George and Hunter caught in between. And then you have Polly versus Kyle. Like you have all these different conflicts to actually drive action forward. I, I don't know what like Tori versus Amanda, I guess that was kind of a conflict, but I never but, felt like we actually got that on screen. We did it this season because the majority of the cast was rookies. So it was veterans versus rookies and the veterans put all their bullshit aside to, to do that. And when they realized that they're just going to cakewalk towards the end, there was no need for conflict. So when you have several weeks where you're not working against each other, you don't build up animosity. You don't build up tension. You just get to the end and then it's like, all right, here we go. I mean, I don't blame the cast for that. Like, that's the thing. I blame yeah. production. Oh, yeah. DT and Casey won a season and they should be commended for winning the season. And I will never take that away from them. The problem is that production gave them these circumstances and they took advantage and won good for them good for them shame on production for this shitty final a bazillion rookies who didn't know what the hell they were doing that created a season where literally nothing happened like nothing happened like i will forget i've already forgotten 90 percent of what happens on this season let's, because nothing happened yeah let, let, let's talk about Let's talk about it from that perspective. What are the most memorable moments from the season? You you touched on it. Yeah. Nothing really happened. I, I sent out that that tweet that uh, uh, my that, friend sent me last night. That yeah, I saw that. What, what did it What did it say, Rob? It was. I can remember a time before COVID, but not before Spies, Lies, and Allies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got Kells dunking on Josh. I remember that. Um, Nelson screaming Spies, Lies, and Allies at multiple points during the season. I remember that. Like, I can't even remember. So we had that one dynamite episode, right? I can't even remember. What I can't even remember what happened. I really with don't. The, with the Corey versus Ashley, like, feud and stuff. Because at this point, that's months ago. That was nine yeah. or ten weeks ago. Like, I and literally can't remember it. And, and whatever happened, and it was, at this point, inconsequential, right? Because Yeah, that's the other, that's the other thing to me. But it just said it feels like so much of the scene didn't matter. And so much of the final didn't matter. So much of what we watched was completely inconsequential to the outcome. Yeah. I mean, the entire first episode of the final, right? Episode 18, the, the part of episode 18 that was the final, that entire portion pretty much just determined who got to pick the team that they were on for the majority of episode 19, right? So it didn't even really matter that much. As long as you finish in the top four, that's all that mattered. And then episode 19 
the team's portion didn't even really matter because at the end of the day, depending on who you were, you did want to lose the team portion so you could pick your partner. I would say it mattered. It just mattered in that losing was probably a better outcome if you were the best player I mean. on your team. Yeah. No, we're, we're saying the same thing. So like, depending on who you, who you were, like you did want to, you did want to lose. And that was not spelled out to them. Right. Like, and if, because if that was spelled out to them, that could be a situation where it's much more interesting. Like I think Trace, now you know, I, I've always been pretty big fan of the rivals two final. Right. Mm-hmm. I think it's I just one think of the that, best like, in hindsight. Yeah. I just think that's a great job of like, they got put in a bad situation, but we made it. We made a final where you can never watch that final. I think the better teams didn't win because they were tested in a comprehensive way, and the, there was obviously cardio involved. We had to do a bunch of different skills throughout yeah. the final, and there was none of this gimmick, gimmicky like we're switching teams and pairs and all this stuff. I didn't have. How many? I think like how many like like hard sets were there where they like adjusted the length of time or the distance between each of the teams? They didn't have that in that final, did they? No. And Rivals 2, you're saying? It was, yeah. they, they, no, they, 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 they had a purge on the first day of the final. So basically yeah. they did a swim, a puzzle, and a canoe, and the bottom yeah. two got cut on each sex. The bottom pair got cut on each sex. But the day two final, they started them, and it was just a straight, grueling race until the end. And that, to me, is a final. And they tested them everywhere. You had to test cardio. You had to test endurance. You had to test your eating ability. You had to test your puzzle solving ability. Like they literally tested them. Everything you would want to test someone in a final that is a physical competition, everything mattered and the better teams won. Like CT and Wes were training that whole season to run a final in Thailand. And Johnny was quite frankly out of shape for that final. He was not in final shape and they lost because Johnny was not prepared to run that final in Thailand. And he kind of coasted Wes and CT worked their ass off and they won. And like, the thing is too, like I'm always somebody who prefers a close matchup than like a blowout, but it doesn't mean it's not impressive to watch somebody have a really impressive performance. Like we don't need to manufacture drama like that. Like, it's really, it's still engaging to watch CT and West destroy that final. It's engaging to watch, like, Jordan completely torch the Dirty 30 final. Like, that's not a bad viewing experience. So they don't need to, like, make it this situation where it's a 25-second separating the winner and loser because only had one stage that wins the entire season. So someone, something that people want us to talk about, and I think we definitely should talk about it, now that CT has won this final, his fifth final, where does this position him in the all-time rankings for male uh, In terms of what? Like, like who, we're having a season tomorrow. Who am I picking or just a oh, career resume? That, that's not the right way to do this. Well, that's how I, that's how I look at it. I, I know. I, it's the incorrect way to do it. And we did the – we won't get into this. So career resume. That's how we're going to do this for now. Okay. If, if you had to ask me – you could make a case for either bananas or CT is the greatest of all time. But I think this entire resume win at this point for CT makes him the greatest person to ever play the game. He might have two less championships right now, but I mean, he, he was introduced to this show in 2003, 18 years ago. And the man is still winning champion. He didn't win until the second half of his career. And the only reason he didn't win in the first half of his career is because he was so self-destructive. 
Like, yeah, I, I would, I would lean, um, I would lean CT at this point. I think because, like, like if he stumbles into a win, uh, like if Tina and uh, Tanya pick up the cardio and he wins Inferno two, or if Katie screws up the puzzle and, they, and he wins Inferno, like I don't view that as really better or worse for him. Like it's hard for me to contextualize that. You're only as good as your worst player in those finals, and they had two issues in both of those finals that cost them those wins or easy wasn't on the team Did either of you mentioned that hey, well we didn't mention gala three hey, we didn't mention gala three. he would have won that i mean how many people would have gotten their first win if they had just gotten rid of easy or just walked just walked all they had to do was walk we've talked about this uh it just it really is insane to me that since rivals how much the man has evolved Rivals was the comeback year after what assumed many assumed would be a permanent black ball because of what happened on Duel Two. Well, he comes in as a mercenary. They bring him back. He's having a great season on Rivals, and he fell short in the last elimination because of his partner. Then he comes back on Rivals Two. Smoke shows it and wins. Uh, X as he was there, and if DM had gone a little bit slower, they probably win that final. But she kept pushing him too fast, and he gassed out um i i mean just top to bottom and then you know dm dies and he takes more time off and he comes back a little out of shape and he still wins out of shape like he wins invasion he wins war of the worlds too and he's really out of shape now he's back in incredible shape and dominating like it's just john two of johnny's wins came from the island and the ruins and that doesn't make those wins ineffective. It doesn't make them, doesn't count. But every one of CT's wins has been impressive. Whereas on the ruins, okay, he played the game well. It was fine, but look at that challengers team. The island, I love the island, but it it was the, they, they picked the final team. He like nuked his position as much as anything. Like yeah, it, Kenny saved his ass into that final. Yeah. So, I mean... It, he kind of backdoored his way into a couple wins there. And that doesn't mean they don't count or they're not impressive, but CT's overall resume is better at this point. And if he like, ties bananas, it will be no question he's better. Like, I mean, because Johnny is also, like, how many good partners has CT had in partner seasons? Two. Wes. Wes and Who's DM? the second one? I guess DM's okay. DM's good. Um, I don't think but, you're, like I think of Camille is much better than Diem though on Nexus One. Yeah, but for, I mean, she Diem was amazing in that final. She just pushed it too fast, and CT ran out of gas in the snow. I mean, that's the only reason they lost. Yeah. Um, but I mean, he's had some shitty partners. Veronica. Yeah. Um, who did Adam who King? Was, Adam King. Who was his partner in World of Worlds One? Uh, uh, one of the double mint twins. Uh, hot Zahid? No, 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 no. Zahid was Zach's partner. He, he had one of the double mint twins. I forget if it was Liz or Julia. I think it was Julia, but I'm not, not sure. great. No, no. So like, yeah. Johnny's right. always had amazing partners. He's never had a bad partner. Who's his worst partner? CT or Johnny? Johnny. Johnny. Vince. No, I actually think Vince is pretty good. Morgan, Morgan was probably his worst partner. Maybe Morgan, but like Morgan is just hard because we don't even like we don't really, really know have how a good she was. Yeah, because like in their elimination, she like doesn't do anything. She like just hands and flags. Yeah, I I, I think she's probably the worst one. 
If Casey oh. had said yes to X is one, that would have been number one. That would have <laughs> All right. Question. Mm-hmm. Nick Saban national championships or CT challenge wins. Rest of career. Saban. Saban's 70, dude. Yeah, CT's 41. Yeah. I know, and he's, and he's at his peak. This is the That's what I wanted to bring up earlier. He's better now than he's ever been before. Uh, yes. Yeah, so from an know. all-around perspective, yes, definitely. From a like, a I would say that center, CT is at his peak, and he should be on the downslope. But he's at his peak. Strategically, like, he's really good on rivals too, man. He I, is, I, but I, he was still angry. Like he was angry. Yeah, but he made it work politically. They're not in threat at I know, all. But he's not angry now. He that that com- that part of him is gone, right? And that used to be a huge liability, and he just has figured out how to just harness it right so it's not an issue yeah i i, uh, I would lean to we we need to we can do this we need to make sure we talk about the decision stuff too at the end because yeah we, we do bring that uh i yeah i i here's my thing and the reason i will say ct over saban all right alabama's football program is a dynasty because of bear bryant now they went through several shitty coaches to get to saban and they had some really bad years in the late 90s early 2000s prior to him showing up but basically he was able to take his amazing coaching ability and combine it with a dynasty school okay if saban had done that with say tennessee that is way more impressive not that it takes away from his ability to what he has achieved, because it's we will never see a coach. Do I don't what think Saban you're, you're getting done. at his question, Trace. Yeah, I'm talking about like the, the who's winning of, more. Who's winning more the rest of their career? Oh, okay. Like, how many more national championships? CT. The I don't know. Like I don't know if CT wins. In, I, I, it, it's how many more seasons is he going to do? I mean, the way he's going right now, he could go another five years. That's the thing. Like, he's still in amazing shape. He's going to do it until they tell him to stop coming. Well, he's like, filming a movie now. He didn't go to the reunion. Did you guys see that? That's because he was filming the movie. Okay. He's already oh, filming the movie. done, right? Movie's done. Okay. He's making too much money from this. Why wouldn't he come? Yeah. He works a few was... months. He gets a hundred grand. He gets a hundred K to just show up. He gets money for every episode he appears on. So he makes like another 20 grand for sticking around to the end. And then if he makes the final, he's walking away with an easy six figures if, if it's the right situation. I mean, since Invasion, he hasn't lost a final if he makes it. Well, he's won three of the past four seasons now. That, 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 that's crazy. Like that, that, that's just, It's just crazy that, that, that they've let that happen. Especially now. Like in this era of the show that someone's yeah. working for, it's just mind-boggling. Yeah, this is like the run Johnny went on from rivals through free agents. I mean, it really is at this point, but this is more impressive to me because the seasons bigger are longer, cast. bigger cast, way more grueling, way more mentally grueling than it was back then because back then the show was over in six weeks. This is like 10 and, it's, weeks, and it's also 10, he took a season off in that time frame too because he wasn't on Battle of the Seasons. Yeah, like. CT's been on every season since since Invasion, uh, hasn't he? He's been on every. No, season. he takes vendettas off. He took vendettas off. Okay. Yeah. What do you, uh, Rob, what do you think all the other podcasts are talking about today? What What do you think the the number one point, like what they're leading the, the show off with? I think a lot of people are talking about the decision with the money. That seemed to be a big really? point. Of, 
I'm telling you, like when I, I wanted, cause I wanted to see, I always want to check to see what, what the people are discussing that aren't us, you know, most of the stuff I saw baby. was hated the final, but shout out to CT and Casey is essential. But like that, everyone was like, oh, we like, they shared the money at the end. That was a big takeaway. I saw like, I, I, I thought the decision at the end, like, like, it's just not TV to me. Like, all right, fine. Like whatever. I mean, it was the right move. I mean, Grant, it was the right move. Like, nobody that was in that final was an enemy. And by not giving them money, you turn them into an enemy. And, I mean, the number, the moment they said you can decide how to split up the money, the first thing that hit my head is I would keep 800 and divide the other 200 grand. But I wouldn't have done it equally, but they did. So props to them for doing it, but okay, whatever. I don't know if there's a right move here. I mean, I, I think whatever, if they wanted to keep it, I would have been fine with it. If they wanted to split up the money, I'd be fine with it too. It's their money they won, right? Yeah. The, the show set up the rules for them to be able to do it. It's not their fault. It's it's just what production allowed. I, 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 I think it's much more interesting just from a discussion point of even having this decision in the show. Quite frankly, this is where you would want Johnny Bananas to win because he would say, I'm going to split the money, Teach. Everybody else gets a dollar and I'll take the rest. <laughs> That's what I think too. It's like they can just do it. So they could give them like sixty-seven cents if they wanted to. They just do whatever. Sure. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I just didn't. The thing is with these, when they've had this before, it's like Hunter and Ashley have an actual relationship outside the show, and including the relationship on the season, versus just people who like it's not that significant. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think there's definitely some like cognitive bias here where they don't necessarily perceive the money as theirs yet, right? But they're really, they're giving them $200,000 of their own money. You know, they gave that away. That was their money that they gave away. Yeah. After taxes, much less. Really, after taxes, it's, I, I guess when you think about it from that perspective, it's much less because after taxes, it's like $50,000 a piece, right? Like $60,000 a piece. That's how much they really No, no, no. They each got 50K. Because it was 100k for each pair. 100k so for each pair. So they they all split. I'm talking about from the, from the perspective of CT and Casey. That's how much they lost. Oh, that's oh, how much they. Okay, I see what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, okay, yeah, it's yeah. even a little you. less than that. It's even because when you, when you think it, about it's, it, from, it's from about 40 40 percent is what you're going to lose in taxes. At least. Yeah, it's about 40 percent. Yeah. So yeah. So six, like 60k each. That's really what it is. Yeah. Isn't it taxed more? Um, after a certain bracket of how much money you're getting yeah that's what i'm saying that's 40 yeah. ta- that's 40 percent because a normal tax rate for that would have been around 33 to 35 and then the luxury tax and the game show winning tax hits you so it's like 40 to 43 percent something i looked it up once so that's why it was imperative for evan to win and then split the money accordingly yeah. because they would have only gotten like 30 percent taken away but then evan didn't split the money so i should say devin like there, there have been plenty of other shows who have been extremely critical like i know ben on his show off the hook they're, they're not pleased with how things have progressed with this season there's been other people who have been very critical but i do think from a common parlance perspective the two main things i saw were people were agreed with us that the setup of this was a complete sham and that it was just the one like at the end and how they paired people and team people like that was all a joke that that was common thought, and then also people like that CT and Casey split the money at the end. So whatever. yeah, yeah. I mean, I liked it. I wish I wish that's how the, the world actually worked. Uh, but but I did like it. I, I didn't even think from a production perspective, it was just odd to me to have them have that decision. Like I didn't even think it was necessarily bad, but like no, I like it. Resonate I mean, with me. 
I, I liked it, uh, to be honest. I, I, it, it's one of those things that I'm glad they tried it. They did it one time. Do they do it again? I don't know. I'd have to think about it. I, I, I didn't mind it at all, to yeah. be honest. I mean, I personally think it's fine because I kind of like the idea that if you make the final, you have to win to win money. And if the winners graciously give you something, then cool. But I mean, the last few seasons, it's been winner take all. So you would have, so it would have been much more interesting if they would have told them that much earlier on. Right. Well, it's all much more interesting if they tell them what's going on. Because think about it. It just is. Then at that point, they're playing to win, right? They know that there's a big advantage to winning. You decide who gets the money, right? So that's interesting. And then from the viewer's perspective, we know that there's real stakes to win here, right? And then it gives them something to market around. I think that's a huge... uh, And they've done that previously too when they've done this. Like with Rivals 3 and with... um, Final Reckoning. They told them. Yeah. They told them at the beginning of the final they would have a decision to make and it wasn't hard to figure out. And honestly, that is what saved the Rivals 3 season is that final had so much tension because Sarah got paranoid Johnny was going to steal the money and he did. <laughs> but it's, and it's also even, but even prior to the final, when they'd have previews and stuff, like they would, they would advertise that mm-hmm. and they didn't do that this time for whatever reason. Well, honestly, it's a pretty lame thing because it's not like you're stealing from your partner. You're just distributing money. That's it. I think part of me, I guess part of my thing with it too, though, it just goes more into the season where it feels like there was a lack of differentiation between characters. Like I had a hard time sorting out whatever what the different like sort of competing storylines were with everybody's character are yeah yeah i just don't think it mattered it just didn't matter yeah so is there anything let's go through anything that we absolutely have to talk about before we end this have we missed anything that we we 100 percent need to talk about no i think i don't think so. i think we're good i just what, thank what, god we still have all stars i mean what's the What's, what's, what's the, the biggest character on this season? Was it CT? Because I didn't think he had a big no, story. No, I think him. Tori probably I think it was, Tori. was the biggest character of the season. Yeah. She had more screen time and than anybody when it was who's all the, said and done. Who's the MVP of the season? Uh, from a I, I would say most valuable characters. Or, or is that what we're looking at it from or what? Or just from like overall, who, who brought the most overall enjoyment? I think it's Amanda. Yeah. Amanda yeah. by far was the I'd most enjoyable second, character. But I have Amanda Tori. first because I love CT, but like he really didn't do anything this he season. He was in more Warlords Two mode with this season. Like he, I, I'm curious where he's going to come out when I finish telling up the fantasy points because usually it's who wins. You're at least you're in first or second, but he really didn't do much throughout this season. What's the Trace Armstrong hot take of the week? I don't know that I have like a hot take. I, I mean, I think I've said them and everybody agreed with them mostly. I think he said Casey didn't deserve to win at all. I think their season was bad. No, so no, 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 no. I give her props for winning. I said she fell ass backwards into this win well, in the sure, final. Yeah, okay. Okay. Like you can't dispute that. All right. She, the circumstances aligned perfectly for her to win, but it was all, it wasn't the the way it happened it's not like it was plotted out like she plotted it out like she had a broken toe she comes in second place on the team portion was completely horrendous at puzzles had no business winning the final but because of the way it was formatted she fell ass backwards into it and props she she made it to the final she did what she had to do and then when the the only thing that mattered in the final was the last leg she made it happen. She gutted through it for that last leg. So, I mean, props to her, but whatever. 
Yeah, I would say this is almost like when Peyton Manning won the Super Bowl in 2015 with the Broncos, where he was terrible for most of that season. The noodle arm? Yes. Well, it was like, because like you would look at Casey's career and you would never say she was an undeserving champion by what no. she's done, even if her performance in this final was suboptimal. And then she kind of. Yeah, great comparison. Because, like, I mean, those teams, they had, there was a probability that they would win the Super Bowl each of the seasons season was the lowest probability they had and it just happened to be the season that they wanted yeah like you would never look at Peyton Manning's career and say oh he didn't deserve to win two Super Bowls but even if in that one in a vacuum he that one Super that, Bowl, one, that season one year was, was a pretty bad good. season but he smartly retired off the win like, he didn't do remember how bad his numbers were from that year he didn't pull a Favre and come back one season too many okay all right. The only other thing I will, I will say, and it's not really about this season. It's more about where we go from here. So the availability calls that I am hearing have gone out. I know they call a lot of people, but the net has been widened further in the veterans pool than it has been in years past. So my hope is they realize that this season just did not work. And they are going to take a page from all-stars and bring some heavy hitter veterans in and sure we're going to have some rookies that's fine you always need to have rookies you've got to inject new blood but i heard that they pushed the leave date back from january to march to allow them a chance at a better cast that is the 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 hot news hot take i have heard um they were originally thinking january they've moved it to march which means we're probably not going to get a challenge season until june or july so we're going to have a long break. We'll get to, you know, forget this happened. And then hopefully they come back with a good one here this summer. I think it's like the cast obviously does need to improve, but I do think like they can't have this happen in next season's final to me. This is unacceptable that they have this. Just do what they did on the first all-stars final. Very satisfying tested. People. Well, I don't even think that's the ideal I, outcome. It's better yeah, than that's this, not even, but that's not even a great format to be honest. No, but it's, it's better than this. I mean, yeah, sure, sure, but if you're going to go this route, where you want people, me, though. if you want to have twists and turns where you change partners and depending on where you finish, you can do free agents partner. I mean, ideally that would be great. I mean, I, I still think that they should just flat out go for a dual three at this point. That would be to me, the ideal situation, do a dual, <laughs> but don't do these janky pair ups in the final, just let them run the final as an individual and you and bring back a heavy hitter cast because that is I think because I mean between the picks the politics the competitiveness you've got to if you have a competitive cast and you're able to put together a decent individual final it will be a good season keep it simple all right so for scheduling uh we'll probably do the reunions will. Uh, will we do we have to I mean, we can keep them like super brief. Uh, All right. I can't. I was really wanting there. That's so crazy to me. We may do it. We may not do it. We may do something else. Uh, Because, I mean, that means we're recording on the 23rd. (laughs) We don't have to record on the 23rd. We can do it. We can do Do it it after Christmas. (laughs) You know, I mean, we can do it anytime we want. Uh, Just for scheduling in general, the Patreon. Patrons will still get one episode per week, no matter what. Uh, for the general listening, will it'll probably it'll, it'll still probably be 
close to one episode per week. There's probably going to be weeks where we don't record just because it'll be nice to get somewhat of a break now. Yeah. But there, uh, a, a lot of the time there will be an episode. There will be something. And we're going to start putting some of the Chronicles back on the public feed. So Duel 2 will be forthcoming on the public feed. Um, so we are going to get back, especially now that there's a long break between seasons. You will start to get more Chronicles on the main feed. But if you want to listen to them early... Patreon four bucks. Duel two is already on Patreon, and we are already half, almost halfway through the ruins. We've been going much slower for the ruins because it's been such a great season. So, um, if you want to get a head start, come a Patreon for four bucks. If not, they will eventually make their way to the public feed. All right. Thank you for listening this season, everyone. Uh, we enjoyed doing the recaps again. Even, like, I will say this: I, I enjoyed doing the the recaps vastly more. Yeah, I enjoyed watching the episodes. Right, Agreed. and I, we we heard that from a lot of people that they enjoyed listening to these more than they enjoyed the show. Uh, we appreciate we appreciate the feedback. Positive or negative, we appreciate the feedback. We do listen. Uh, like there's there have been a lot of things that people have have told us that we've made adjustments with, and I, I think have really made the show better. Agreed. And that we're always trying to do that. We keep trying to make the show better. Keep giving the people what they want. Um, So thank you for listening in. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye.